<clears throat> if you have your Bibles, I invite you to turn with us to 2 Corinthians chapter 1, uh, verses 1 through 11. In the opening two verses, Paul gives us a doxology, um, who he's speaking through, who he's speaking from, and to, and says, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God, and Timothy, our brother, unto the church of God, which is at Corinth, with all the saints who are in Acacia. Grace be to you, and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be God, and even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies, and the God of all comfort, who comforteth us in all our tribulation, that we may be able to comfort them who are in any trouble, by the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted of God. For as the sufferings of Christ around abound in us, so our consolation also aboundeth by, by Christ. And whether we be afflicted, it is for your consolation and salvation, which is effectual in the enduring of the same sufferings which we also suffer, or whether we be comforted, it is for your consolation and your salvation. And our hope of you is steadfast, knowing that as ye are partakers of the sufferings, so shall ye be also of the consolation. For he would not, brethren, have you ignorant of our trouble, which came to us in Asia, that we were passed out of measure, above strength, insomuch that we despaired even of our life. But he had the sentence of death in, but we had the sentence of death in ourselves, that we should not trust in ourselves, but in God, who raises the dead, who delivered us from so great a death, and doth deliver in whom we trust, that he will yet deliver us. Ye also helping together by prayer for us, that for the gift bestowed upon us by the means of many persons, thanks may be given by many on our behalf. You may be seated. I want you to know something. I, I've got it made. I get up when I want to. I go to bed when I want to. I work six hours a week, and I get paid for 40 hours. Um, our family is always well, and um, in my spare time, I, I hunt and fish and try to play a little golf and ride my motorcycle. And, uh, uh, you know, we've just got it made. Nothing's wrong in our household. Everything's going smooth. Uh, you believe all that? That's a bunch of junk, isn't it? Now, that'd be the life, wouldn't it not? That'd be the life, but we wouldn't know how to appreciate who God is without troubles, without trials, without tribulations. I mean, they're coming. If, they, if you're not already in them, they're, they're coming. Um, you know, our, our bodies are waxing old, but the Bible says that the, uh, the Spirit ought to be renewed every day uh, in us. Um, some people say, well, I don't have any ups or downs. I'm just in the middle. Well, be thankful. But, you know, all of us at some time or another have been down. And we wonder, why am I in the situation I'm in? Well, you know, sometimes we bring it on ourselves. Uh, discouragement is no respecter of persons. Uh, discouragement seems to attack the most attached people they are to God. 
the devil wants to depress us. He wants us to be down. And so this um, portion of God's word here, if anybody was down, uh, it was Paul, uh, but he realized and he knew you know, who he was serving and why he was serving him. And so whatever was coming was coming and he was going to accept it and he was going to move on. So I want us to think about down, but not out, okay? First of all, when I think about being down and, and not out, I want us to remember uh, who God is. Now, verse three tells us who he is. Paul begins his letter, as I said in the beginning, with a doxology. Uh, he says, grace to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. He was delivering a word from God. Now, nothing, I don't care what comes or goes on this earth, nothing is more pleasing, nothing is more satisfying to me than to get a fresh word from God. Nothing. But to get a fresh word from God about what I need to do or what I need to preach or who I need to speak to, Nothing is more pleasurable, that's what uh, Festus uses, I think, uh, more pleasurable than, than that. Uh, it's comforting. It's, it gives you peace that passeth all understanding. Um, first of all, in that verse, he talks about praise him because he's God. Okay, when we think about uh, praising God for what he did in the past, and for the choices that our God made to create a beautiful world and to create everything that's in it and to create man and woman and put them in the garden and said everything here is free. Help yourself, but in the middle, leave it alone. Don't even think about it, for in the day you do, you shall die. And the devil picked up on that and after them he went and he accomplished what he set out to do, and even today, he's accomplishing what he set out to do. But I think about who God is, um, you know, I need to praise him because of who he is, uh, the great creator, the sustainer of all things. And when I remember uh, him, I praise God for uh, the present blessings, okay? Uh, I thank God in my prayers in the morning for all the provisions uh, that he provides. Got more clothes than I can wear out. Got more food than I can eat if we didn't buy anything else for a month or more. People go and buy more, another freezer because this one's full. And then you discover that half of that's done ruined and so we throw it out. You know, Lynn and I, and I know many of you have been where people are hungry, people are starving. And, uh, you know, it don't suit me to throw food away. It don't suit me at all. And when I think of who God is, I praise him because uh, he's the father of our Lord Jesus Christ. And that makes us, through Jesus, that makes us a child of God. That makes us to address him as our father. That's what the Bible says, our father. Not somebody else's father. I feel sorry for people who don't believe that God exists. I feel sorry for people that don't think that Jesus came and is the savior of the world. That they think, oh, he, just, he was just a good man. Oh, yeah, I believe in a supreme being, but I don't know so much about it, but I believe in it. Well, you either do or you either don't. And we also, according to that verse 3, we can praise him because he's the father of mercies. That's what, the, that's what verse 3 says, the father of mercies. God in his grace gives us what we do not deserve. 
You know, I don't deserve eternal life. I don't deserve to be pastor here. I don't deserve to, to have the wife I have, the kids and the grandkids. I've done nothing to deserve that. It's, it's the mercies of God. It's, a, it's the blessings that God sends our way. Also, we praise him, according to verse three, because the, he's the God of all comfort. And you and I, hey, you've been comforted by God. You've been comforted by his word. And, and the Bible teaches us that we are not only comforted by God, but we should go and comfort others. Um, you know, the scripture there, uh, when it talks about the dead and Christ going to rise first and, and we will join them uh, right behind them, we'll not proceed, we'll not go before them. And then at the end of that verse, it says, wherefore, cause of this, comfort one another. And when I think about that, we, we don't need to think about comfort in terms of sympathy, okay? Sympathy can weaken instead of strengthening us and the, in the, I found this, listen, the Greek word for comfort means to come alongside and help. Comfort, come alongside and help somebody. If you've been comforted through a situation and you know of somebody who's facing that situation, you should come alongside them and help them through the situation. I mean, you know when... Uh, uh, Lynn discovered and brought me word that she had cancer. Uh, you know, well, it took us back. I'm thinking, us? You know, what, what have we done? Wasn't anything we'd done, okay? But then I, I shared with, she and I talked, and I said, and, or maybe it was her idea that she announced to the church and to see how many ladies was experiencing the same thing. And it led our church in those days to have one year, I mean, excuse me, one Sunday a year where we recognized cancer survivors, in women with breast cancer survivors. And it, uh, it blew me away on the Sunday that Lynn stood up and had those little pins to give all those survivors and each one came around, told who they were and how long they had been a survivor. You see, we comfort one another because we don't want to be in this all by ourselves. Same thing happened when Caleb was diagnosed as being a diabetic at 15 years old. That, that took us back. You know, what, what have we done? What, what's going on? There's nobody in our family with this. And here he is. He's developed diabetes. And so on a given Sunday, I asked, if it wouldn't embarrass any of you, would you stand up if you are diabetic? And it Again, they were all over the congregation. I wanted Caleb again to see he wasn't in this boat all by himself. So we call one another and come alongside people to comfort them in their distresses and comfort them in their disappointments and their pain and their suffering. Because God has comforted us. A second thing, we not only remember uh, what God is to us, but remember what God does for us. Uh, we must never think that trouble is an accident for the believer. Romans eight twenty eight says everything, all things works together for good to those who are called and according to the purpose of God. 
Everything. Good, bad, ugly. You know, as a Christian, we're going to face those good things, those bad things, those ugly things. And, and you know, the world is watching and, and how we handle these difficult situations might depend on whether that person gets saved or follows Jesus or not. When they see how we handle uh, adversity. You see, God enables us to bear our trials. The first thing that he must do is to show us how weak we are and how strong he is. He's stronger than anything imaginable. Even in our strongest point, we're no match for him. When we think how powerful the devil is, God is more powerful. The Bible says greater is he, that is God, that is the Holy Spirit who's within me than he, that is the devil, who is in the world. You know, he would love to have another chance, but he'll never get another chance. So he's taking all with him he can. So, you know, God wants us to trust him with what we have. And the reason some of us don't have more is because we haven't fully turned it all over to him what we do have so he can trust us with more. So when I think of that, God also delivers us of our trials, according to verse 10. Verse 10 says, who delivered us from so great a death? This is Paul talking, telling us about this. And doth deliver in whom we trust that he will yet deliver us. I think of some of those missionaries that have been uh, captured in time past and spent years in prison away from their family, away from their friends, away from their homeland because of sacrifice uh, that they made. Paul uh, saw God's hand of, of, of deliverance. Now, whether we look back or whether we look around or whether we try to look ahead, uh, we're not going to be able to wart off the things that are coming down the pipe, okay? Um, God's got it all lined up. He's got it all under control. And, um, you know, he's, he, he's not trying us out to see where we fit. He knows where we fit. But it's so that we can gain strength. It's so we can grow in the Lord and be strong and mighty in the power that he has given us. And so that we can help others become strong and mighty in their faith. Because, you know, hey, faith is the only thing that's going to get us through here, y'all. Faith in the Lord to know that Jesus said, I'm not going to leave you. I'm not going to forsake you. I'm going to be there for you. And, uh, you know, it, it brings us to those trials. You see, God is glorified, glorified through trials. Look at verse 11. He says, ye, ye also helping together by prayer for us, that for the gift bestowed upon us by the means of many persons, thanks may be given by many on our behalf. Um, you know, the, the highest service that you and I can render on earth is to bring glory to God. Uh, he's worthy of our worship. He's worthy of our praise. And uh, the angel said, glory to God on the highest and on earth, peace, goodwill toward all men. Glory belongs to God the Father. Um, and, you know, when we do that, it, in, it might involve suffering. It might entail being bedridden. It might entail having a stroke, having a heart attack, and God bringing us through. It might entail having cancer and God bringing us through. You know, we don't ask for these things, but they're out there. 
Um, when we think about the thing, we just need to remember that God will not put more on us uh, than we can bear. And God hasn't overrated us, by the way. Some people say, well, I believe God's overrated me. I can't take much more of this. Well, you know, we, all the only way we can take much more of this is to have more faith, okay? Just reach out. It's there. Um, so we need to remember what God is to us, what God does for us. But last of all, remember what God does through us. And you think about it, what, what God does through you. Verse 7 says, and our hope of you is steadfast. It's unmovable. It's unchangeable. Knowing that as ye are partakers of the sufferings, so shall ye be also of the consolation, the, the things that's going to come out of this. We need to remember uh, what God does through us. Again, in times of suffering, most of us, uh, we're prone to think only of ourselves and forget others, and we say, well, why me? And I think, well, why not me? Am I any better than anybody else? Uh, you know, look what happened to our Lord. And look what happened to Job. Perfect, upright man. But look what he went through. But look what God did in the end. One reason for trials also uh, is so that you and I might learn by the channels of blessing to comfort one another as we're comforted and encourage others. You know, sometimes we don't do that. We don't encourage others to go on and take that next step. Take that next plunge. If, if God's in it, hey, he's going to bless you. If not, he's going to let you know. But be willing to do that, uh, to move forward and encourage somebody. And the simple reason is because God has encouraged us. Uh, given us life, given us eternal life, given us a home in heaven, and, um, and because of it, we need to encourage somebody else. Difficulty is here, it's there. Problems, suffering, sorrow, they're all part of life. Um, the ability to endure difficulties patiently without giving up It'll lead us to become more mature in the Lord. We'll know how to handle uh, situations when they come. Um, you know, think about Travis right now when he got up, made that announcement this morning, all excited, ready to go. Do you think he would have went on this trip if he knew he was going to be hurt? No. We can't know all those things. You know, if you don't get involved... Nothing's going to happen. A piece of machinery don't break down sitting in the barn. You know, there it is. It breaks down out on the job somewhere. So we need to be about the Lord's business, helping, doing, whatever. And when trials come, just remember what God is to us. He is our Heavenly Father. Remember what God does for us. He said, I will deliver you. And remember what God does through us. He sees us through all difficulties that he might receive all the praise, all the honor, all the glory. Um, and Jesus said, uh, you know, there, I was listening to Dr. Jeremiah, David Jeremiah this morning. He's talking about all the promises that are in the Bible. I read somewhere that there are no less than 35,000 promises from God uh, in the Bible. And I want to just give you uh, 
a few right here. Jesus said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. No man going to pluck you out of my hand. He said, I will come again. And all that the Father hath given me, Jesus said, I have not lost a one. So I say, be encouraged. Because God can turn our trials into triumphs. You might be down, but listen to me carefully. You're not out. We'll never be called out when we're down if we belong to God. But it's a time to rise up. It's a time to be encouraged. It's a time to look forward when God delivers us so we can run to the aid of somebody else and encourage and, 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 and support them and comfort them. Father, thank you for the evening. Thank you for these, our people, Lord, who've come. Lord, I know that many of, of these people have been through a lot more than what I have. And Lord, I pray that you would bless them to become stronger uh, leaders, stronger Christians, people who are not willing, who are, are not afraid uh, to come alongside someone and comfort them, encourage them to keep on going. And Lord, I thank you for these who come on Sunday night. And Lord, we do again lift up Travis and the one that Carolyn mentioned and others that were mentioned here tonight. Uh, Lord, that you would be with all these. You know the need of the hour right now. And I pray that whoever the doctor and nurse is that Travis is seeing, Lord, that they would give him something to deliver him from this pain. And we pray that nothing is broken, but it be something that could be simply fixed. Lord, just bless him, bless his family, and we'll thank you for all you do for us in Jesus' name. Amen.